2: <laughs> Morning, Robbie. Oh, hello, Dan. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Good, just finished a van der Volk marathon on VHS. Oh, yeah. fantastic, really enjoyed that. How, yeah, what, what, what's your week been like? Yeah, it's been nice, been starting to gear up towards Christmas, starting to feel a bit Christmassy. The festive season, yeah, been nice. Had the um. Toss Monster Christmas lunch Oh, production yes. lunch. So that was in End a pub last week. Was in a pub, yeah, in um uh, off in Great Portland Street in London. Do you know the name of the pub? Or you was, the, was the was uh, the Albany? Okay, yeah, 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 I've been there. Yeah, yeah, nice pub. One well, sort nice. of um, big open plan, yeah, sort of pub. Um, and yeah, food was excellent. I Have to say, wonderful for a pub. Um, because I think if you go with a lot of people, for a big pub. Dinner, lunch thing. You're thinking, is it? You know, I'm sure it'll be fine, but but actually, yeah, really nice. Choosing from a set menu. Yeah, we chose from the set menu in advance. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. So I had uh, I had baked camembert, oh. favorite of mine. Do you do you like that? Nope. No. And I had uh, roasted hake. Yep. With uh, like roast potatoes. Yeah. Very nice. Very good. Very nice. Yeah. Oh. And then uh, and then an apple and blackberry crumble. Was it a Christmas menu? In theory, was it like a sort of? Was there an option if you wanted to go for like a turkey Christmas dinner? Yes, I think those options were there. Sort of, yeah, those options were there. But I don't think many people went for that. They're people 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 like to went slightly off piste. That's your that's a telly lot for you, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. telly lot. Yeah, that's the London metropolitan liberal elite. I've heard so much about. (laughs) That was very nice. People were in their Christmas Christmas clothing. How many people there? Very Christmassy. I think there was a. About 18, 20 of Boozy. Fairly boozy. Oh, yeah. But do you know what I did? So it was a lunchtime one and we've been talking about it for weeks. They had Guinness Zero behind the bar yeah. on in cans. Um, so ever since Matthew Crosby's been on and showed us how to pour the Guinness mm-hmm. Zero and we've, got, we've enjoyed Guinness Zero since, haven't we? Yeah. I was like, I'm one on, one off. So I started with a, a Fuller's London Pride. Yep. Very nice. One of my favorites. Then um then I went for a Guinness Zero. Then I had a pint of Hepcat. Oh yeah, lovely. Yeah. Gypsy Hill. Gypsy Hill. Great brewery. Big fans of theirs. Um, and that's one of my favourite beers actually, Hepcat. It's lovely. Delicious. Yeah, it's really nice, yeah. Really nice beer. And then I then I had another Guinness Zero. It's a great tactic. And we had a, and we had a, a Prosecco near the start. And did you get back to work? No. No. Why would you? No, why would I? I mean, absolutely no point. Any other pubbing? Yes. So, and this, this was such a lovely Christmas pub thing. Yesterday, which was Sunday, we were going to Panto at Greenwich, which we do every year. Excellent Panto at Greenwich. Highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Snow White this year. But we went down and we always um, go to the South Bank and then get on a boat. Okay, the Uber boat, the yeah. Clipper, the Thames Clipper, to uh, Greenwich, mm-hmm. which is a lovely journey. It's lovely and warm. It's a beautiful, sort of, uh, clear skied afternoon to go under Tower Bridge, mm-hmm. past Canary Wharf, down to Greenwich. And then they had a sort of uh, Greenwich, the Greenwich Market was there, it was obviously very Christmassy themed. Had a really nice cup of it. it it was in sort of the mold wine store, but it was like berries Ooh. and rum in it and a spiced rum type of yeah. thing. Oh man, it was really nice. I've not, I've yeah. yet to do a hot alcoholic drink this winter, but I think oh. that might change this weekend because I'm going skiing. Lovely I'm going to France. i would be shocked if a van show does not pass my lips. Oh, absolutely love that, that stuff. time. Yeah. So we did that. There was smells of a, a fudge shop we oh. drifting around, sort of chocolatey smells. And then um, my wife wanted to have a look around the market. So I said to Leo, fancy going to the pub, thinking he'd say no, because that's what he normally says. And he went, Yeah. So me and him went Brilliant. to the pub. Oh, had a pint of a ghost ship, sat down, he had an apple juice. It's like a lovely Christmassy atmosphere, people coming in with their dogs and their kids. It was in the Admiral Hardy. Very nice pub, nautical themed. Very good. Very Greenwich. Yeah. Big Christmas tree in the corner. Oh. Christmas, the Christmas playlist was on. Everyone was just smiling, feeling happy. Christmas daytime drinking is fabulous. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. I've done a a couple of pub trips this Mm. week. Uh, Did a trip to the Murderers in Norwich. Nice. uh, On Thursday, just just lunchtime. Have they Christmas up yet? Oh, it's Christmas up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, decoration of the outside. They've got a new sign at the murderers. Have they? Yeah, like it's been redone. It's done up. I think on one side it might be the murderers, on one side of the guarders' arms, because the pup has two names. Yes. Um, but I want to know what happened to the old sign. I need to ask Phil, the landlord, and find out. Oh, yeah. I'd quite beautiful like in living room. Oh. Um, but I imagine it's gone to a museum of, <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> yeah. I presume it's in a the British museum. museum, yeah, such as. Uh, the Glory of the Murderous Pub. Mm. Um, so that was there. Just went there. Um, met Bit my friend lunch. Mark for lunch. No, Oh, uh, yeah. Scampion chips. Nice. Yeah. And, and an one. ale? Uh, three. Oh, lovely. Oh, you were there a while, weren't you? Not really. <laughs> um, I was there for a, a, uh, from lunchtime until about 2.30. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then the weekend, I had on Sunday, I had to take my son, Arlo, to a party. And the rest mm. of the kids... Wanted to come with me uh, because my wife was making them tidy up their rooms. Yeah. So they came. We <laughs> dropped off my son at the part. one of my sons at the party, and the rest of us went to the pub. Oh. Uh, did Two ghost ship 0.5%. Lovely. Bit of a roast dinner. Oh, It's a classic bit of pubbing. So we were both out with our kids having a bit of... Well, I was having the 4, 4% four ghost ship.
0: Yeah, you were, you were ghost ship. I was on full,
2: full power ghost so, ship. So that's it. But I feel like I'm on the verge of... A bit of drinking yeah. this week, sort of thing. I think it's it's. I've had quite a long time I'm not really drinking very much, but I feel I've got quite a lot coming on. I've got I've got um, I got Panto on Wednesday yep. night. Very nice. Who's anyone in the anyone big in the Norfolk in the Norwich Panto? Is uh, it, it at the Playhouse? It is, is it? Uh, no, no, it's at the Theatre Royal. Oh, sorry, um, I'm in the Theatre Royal. Sorry, uh, I'm just looking up in my mind. Who's on at the Panto? Yep. Um, it's Sleeping Beauty. That's what you want to Nice. It's popular at the minute. Do do pantos does loads of people do the same script each year because the scripts change some oh, there's there's big panto organisations that big that, panto <laughs> like yeah big yeah farmer. big panto yeah yeah and they do scripts that I think will get sent out to the to the pantos they're running right? Uh but I think most pantos get rewritten every year I would suggest. The one I want to go to, yeah. I'm wondering how much, how many people. Cause surely there's not loads of people writing their own takes on what? Sleeping Beauty. Surely they can just write a new one and add a few local jokes. But might, it might be. I don't know. They might get. I mean, everyone knows. I guess the skeleton of it. If people uh, know how pantos work, yeah. Robert Moon under pod, yeah, would be quite interesting. Yeah. I think my friend Alfie does something to do with pantos. He said just does oh, the does art he? for panto stuff. I think I might know. I'll ask him and try and report back with some panto. Knowledge. Beverly Callard. Oh, well, lovely. Yeah, taking on the role of the yeah. evil fairy. Yeah. Uh, local treasure YouTube star and the Times bestselling author, Joe Trasini. Oh, I thought you were going to say so me. Yeah. Robbie Knox. Yeah. Uh, and Norwich the legend, Richard Gauntlet. How many YouTube stars live in Norwich? Loads. Well, it's weird. It is weird. Ashens as well. You're an absolute... <laughs> there's loads. It's an absolute Norwich and bit. Brighton <laughs> are the two places for YouTube some reason that's bizarre isn't it just a creative environment yeah, the creative hub, isn't it? exactly yeah. yeah so so i've got a bit of panto going on and then i am going out uh skiing i've been given my yes. the only reason i do youtube is to try and get free ski holidays, yeah, yeah, and yeah. i've been given a press trip it says it's a it's a journalist and child press trip brilliant uh, where I'm going out to and we, Sample Resort. You're taking your middle child, are you? So your middle child, Otto. Okay. And and how did you audition your child to see who got that birth? Great question, Dan. Well, they've got to be able to ski, which rules out my youngest. Okay. He doesn't yeah. really like skiing. He hasn't really done it enough to get into it. Yep. Uh, Kitty, my daughter's 12. She's not that keen on being in videos. She doesn't mind it, okay. but she's not that into it. Sort of thing. Yeah. So Otto has that Venn diagram sweet spot of... Can ski brilliant likes being in YouTube videos. Amazing. I was hoping you'd put them in some kind of battle royale. No, I'd have loved to, sadly. If if, if, (laughs) he's excited about croissants, that's the main thing he's into because he's got really into croissants lately. Yeah, I've just told him they'd be great croissants. Uh, so yeah, so I imagine we'll be having a a, a little bit of drinking of the evenings there with wine with dinner that sort of vibe. Father and son chat. I think father son drinking, yeah, a bit father yeah. son chat, yeah, just it'd be nice. I think it's good to get away one on one with um, yeah children. All that sort of stuff. It is, it is nice that. Um, so yeah, and I've also got I've got some um, drinks in Norwich on Friday night. So I've got yeah. overall, I think there's going to be a, a decent amount of yeah. drinking more than I've had in for quite some time. I think this week, so I'm sort of readying myself for it. Very nice. I'm seeing uh, my friend Greg. He's coming from Paris. What are you going to do for a week? Go to the pub tomorrow night. Edge. Absolutely great! Well, it's yeah. lovely to see him. So I'll report back on what happens there, but I imagine it will be drinking in a pub. Yep. And then am going to see our mutual friend Grits on Wednesday How evening. How are you, Martin Q- Gritton? Be- yeah. Former Torquay United, Chesterfield, Grimsby, Stockport, Stockport, Chester. Chesterfield, Chester, Truro, Plymouth, Plymouth etc. Play, play, play f- only only footballers have played for every single team that's ever been in League Two. Is that correct? <laughs> Pretty <Probably> not <laughs> far off. Yeah, uh, yeah floor foot, football, Martin Gritton. Yeah. Lovely man. So, Plymouth are playing QPR at QPR and right. he's doing a bit of uh, co commentary. Oh, lovely. So, um, and he texted me and said, Are oh, you going to the game? So, we're going to meet up either before or after or both for a drink. Can you drink and commentate? <laughs> Martin can. Yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've done a field drink before, but, I it, you s- know, s- I suspect he might. He might. Yeah. Yeah, so well, that's great. That's exciting. How, yeah. how are your Christmas preparations, Dan? Not bad. Present-wise, you mean? No, I mean booze-wise. Booze-wise. Now, you've you've ordered your Fleur wine, haven't you? I've got my bottle of male tears yeah. in the cupboard uh, waiting. Sophie Duke will be delighted. She will be delighted, yeah. Um, I've done my order from the Wine Society. Nice. It has been delivered to my parents' house. Okay. Nice. nice. Nice little... Selection of, I've pushed the boat out a bit. Some of the, some of them are over ten pounds. Some of the wines, that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I got given a beer advent calendar and a wine oh, advent nice. calendar. What's in a beer advent calendar? A beer a day, but a whole beer. <laughs> yeah, because I got my wife a gin one last year, and that's. Yeah. Was, was Well, actually, there were double shots of cheese. Exactly. So it's, it's one drink, so it's one, really. Yeah. So you, you get like a can. Yeah. Per, and the wine oh, one, you get wow. a little bottle of wine. Oh, or lovely. But I'm not... I don't yeah. want to drink that Having much. Having that with your cornflakes. I don't want to drink that much That regularly no. over it sort of thing. So I'm saving them up, mm-hmm. have the odd one, and then save them up and then drink them in a, a go rather than just a steady level of this. Okay. Years ago, I did... This is going to sound decadent. I found from the Wine Society, they had a box of like... Champagnes, like growers, I think it's called growers champagnes. Oh, so it's, okay. like, it's like not your big name ones, just yeah. some smaller sort of champagne sort of thing. And it was when my wife was pregnant, and I bought this myself. This, this, what six champagnes, and I called it the six champagnes of Christmas. <laughs> and for six days over the Christmas period, I just drank a <laughs> bottle of champagne on my own every day. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There's different tactics to it. Yeah. You cannot... You can't just go in... You can't go in hard. No, no, you can... Well, you can either go in first thing in the morning... Bucks fizz. and Yeah, that sort of thing, and yeah. just drink a little bit throughout the day. Yeah. Or... Just keep yourself topped up. You can start about 7pm and do the bottle. What you can't do is start about 2. Because oh. then you're at, you're at 2 much of a pace to be functional. Right. So you either have to give a very low oh, level yeah, all yeah, the way yeah. through or go hard in the evening sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, do think about doing that again, but um got three kids now so I can't afford water no. champagne. So I then, thought yeah. I thought you were gonna say you bought them and, and kept them and now they're worth loads. No, no, I no. drank them in, on my own in six days. In the kitchen in six days. <laughs> Standing up in the kitchen. Maybe I'd do it again this year. Now I think about it, it seems like a yeah. good idea. But Maybe I mean it's it's a way of it's a way of getting into the bleakness of what January is. Yeah, it's not going to f- fit in well with the Rome marathon training though. <laughs> so we might have to rethink that. I don't think you run before you drink a bottle um, of champagne. A vision we'll of you, a vision of you running with a champagne bottle in your hand. With one it's one of those nice. that you have beer cans. Yeah, in. yeah one with of those with champagne. <laughs> <laughs> two bottles of champagne. <laughs> if I get behind, yeah. <laughs> So Your shoulder there, Dan. There's a, there's a notice board, yes. A pub notice board, yeah. Got anything on there? There are a couple of at, bits on there. You uh, have a pick, pick one off there. And have one right. a look at it. I'm gonna pick off. This is from George. Oh, it's from George. He's, he's emailed us before about uh, smallest pubs. Oh, Remember of right. nutsack, yes. Fame, our early days oh, memories. Of, of landlords when we were Look at us now, I know. Look at us, look at us go I feel like we're established. Do you? Yeah. Are we so are our feet under the table? I think they're under the table, yeah. yeah. I think they could be pulled out of front under the table if we keep just <laughs> listing pubs we've been to for about twenty minutes that like we have done this episode. So I will not get too comfy, but um we still need to up it a bit. Um but yeah, anyway. Okay, so he says, uh I emailed a while back about the smallest pub in the UK. We thought it was the nuts nutshell brackets nutsack in Bury St. Edmunds as they told us they were. Turned out this wasn't the case. And the little prince in Margate took the crown from them. I've now been to the Little Prince Ooh. in Margate. That's very good, isn't it? Yeah. Good, uh, good research. And they told me Guinness World Records have actually confirmed this to them. However, I think we need a final word from the correct realm here. The Little Prince in Margate is absolutely tiny, I can confirm. Smaller than a nutsack for sure. However, it's basically in a hipster food court and there's quite a bit of seating just outside the pub. Is this allowed? Shall I read the rest of the uh, email or yeah, we'll come going, back? Also on a recent episode of The Moon Underwater with Bambino Becky. Good mm-hmm. ep- good episode. The Signal Box Inn has been thrown into the mix, claiming to be the smallest pub on the planet. I think you guys being the UK's current go-to pintsman, and he says current there as if it's temporary. Should give the <laughs> More fun- people thinking that we might yeah. not be in this job for yeah. long. Yeah. God. Should give the final word on this matter once and for all. Part of me thinks who cares? But it's a bit of fun, isn't it? All the best, George. Thanks, George. And I think we've I think we've settle this from our measurements and stuff yeah. we saw online i think the signal box in does seem to be the smallest but it's one of those things it's really hard to measure because again the signal box in has loads of outdoor seating mm-hmm. sort of thing so yeah i think the only thing to do is for us to open a smaller pub in a phone box yeah there's an off license in a phone box in norwich is there well there was i've never seen it oh. i a bit, i know where it is it's down my tomb land I saw it in the local paper. I don't know anything about it. I don't know whether it was... It feels like the kind of thing that would have closed down because it's hard to make a phone box off-license profitable. It's not a lot of room for stock, is there? No, but there definitely was for a bit. I'm just going to look up in my mind. Have a look at that. I mean, I think it is just very tricky, isn't it? I think you should just be a, I mean, because even if you say, oh, well, you've got drinking outside. Well, it, essentially any pub has got drinking outside, hasn't it? You know, you hang around outside the pub and drink when people are smoking and that kind yeah. of thing it's quite difficult to measure that I think isn't it what's your what's your uh... smallest smallest uh, off license uh, so this is from August 2022 uh, an off license which be the smallest in the UK is set up shop in a traditional red telephone box run by Saul Press the beer hatch hopes to stop more than 50 craft beers in the grade 2 listed red box oh. in Timland, Norwich Mr. Press currently delivers draft beers by bike around Norwich and sells craft beer and ales at markets across the country it's my first little premises he says Mr. Press says the tiny off-license would trade from Thursdays to Saturdays. Lovely. That was a year ago. Is it still there? Well, I'm I'm just looking at doing more research in my mind. And is the idea you'd be out on a Thursday evening and think, oh, I'll just have a craft ale. I'll pick up some craft ales on my home. I I just don't know. Yeah, it does seem to still be functioning. Oh, you've got to get down there and report back. Okay, I'll try and do that this week. I'll go yeah, down okay. to the. I um, will wait till Thursday, and I'll yeah. go down to the uh, off license post uh, phone box and research. Uh, so I think I think it's hard to say, but we're we're going with uh, one in Cleethorpes signal box. Signal box in. It's done, and we'll hear no more about it unless there's a smaller one, it's a smaller or if someone has a, a f- has some more evidence comes to light. Yeah, but generally we've talked about it quite a lot now. Thank you, George. Thanks, we're George. Moving on. Yeah, uh, there's another letter here. There is it's from Lloyd. Yeah, hi, Lloyd He said, "Yeah, see, he is so has so little confidence in us being here. He hasn't even put <laughs> our names in it, just in case <laughs> we've lost a job." I I went into this quite confident, and now I think we're oh, no. we're in real trouble. I feel like we're in a Christmas film where like, the dad loses his job just before from some angry boss, and then he yeah. has a change of heart at the end. Hopefully, yeah. I have an Instagram and Facebook page called Dead Pubs of Bedfordshire, which documents our lost pubs with now and then photos plus anecdotes. This evolved into two books with more in the pipeline. It's an unashamed nostalgia with old photos and description being quite evocative. I appreciate that this is regional, but the stories and narrative tr- transcends this. Might be good fodder for an episode or at least the notice board. I also have a repository of fictional pub names, beers and breweries to plunder from a fanzine we produced called Pfaff and Potter. Thanks for your consideration, Lloyd lugsdon Great name, Lloyd. Terrific Great. name, Lloyd. He sounds yeah. like he could... Live in the olden days quite freely. You know, some people, yeah. you think if you went to the olden days, you'd be mocked. Yeah. If you're called Lloyd Luxton, yeah, you're fitting anywhere. No one would bat an eyelid. Yep. Um, well, dead pubs, Dan. Thoughts? Yeah. No, I think it'd be really nice for people to, if anyone could send us in stories about pubs they've missed, pubs they remember that aren't there anymore. I, what is there instead of the pub that you yet, like? You see, when a pub... I like closes. Mm. I remember when I lived in Kent in Oxford, there was a pub there that closed. And a company moved into the closed thing and I disliked that company because of that. Right. It wasn't a company that I would have been using anyway. I think it might have been something to do with care. Homes okay. or something like that. It wasn't a care home that opened up there, something like that. But to the point that when, if I saw a van at Junction, I'd probably go, do you know what? You've taken over the pub. I'm not going to let you out. but I could otherwise have done, right? It. Not just, aggressively so, but just, just. just I'm petty, not going to just, just petty things, just petty, <laughs> sort of just slight low level of like. I don't, I'm not happy with this. Probably not their fault, but, but everyone else did. in the village is doing it. They might just start to get that uneasy feeling that they're not welcome, and then move out. Yeah, open up as a pub. Mm. Didn't happen. Still there, probably. But I think that's the. Um, I think it's probably not their fault. I don't imagine they closed down the pub. I imagine that someone else did. And then sold it or rented, leased out to them. I don't yeah. know the details, sort of thing. But I do get annoyed at companies that take over pubs. Yes, yeah. It doesn't feel there should be some sort of law, shouldn't it, that a pub should always be a pub or something? It should be <laughs> ring fenced. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are there is some sort of I don't know all the details. There are some sort of like community ways for communities to buy their pubs, aren't they? Mm. Like I don't know the details. I feel like I'm. Adding nothing to this conversation. When I was, it just reminded me when I was at school of what it must be like to live in a pub. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was at school, and a friend of mine, uh, he had moved down from um, the north of England. Mm-hmm. Can't remember where. And they were uh, his, his mum and dad were, were landlords, landlord and landlady of a pub in Maidstone. And I went to his house, and sort of the pub was obviously closed, sort of at around three o'clock, four o'clock when we got there. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, do you want to?" Do you want a drink? And I was like, not obviously, not alcohol or anything yeah. at 12. I was like, yeah. And he was like, do you want a lemon coke? And I went, what's a lemon coke? And he said, it's half lemonade, oh, half coke. Wow. And then he just went in there and used the old And that was a lemon coke. It, it felt like the most exciting thing ever that you could walk behind a bar yeah. and it's your own house and just get yourself a. A drink. And there's so many riches that you have to mix them up together. Yeah. I knew a guy when I was younger uh, called uh, Michael Foti, whose parents owned a chip shop in Sheinness on the Isle of Sheppey. Oh. And that yep. was exciting. I had a friend whose sister works at the chip shop, yeah. Oh, no, this wasn't works at a chip That's, shop. This is owned. owned so I think they lived above the chip shop. Oh. Unreal. Didn't really like chips that much, probably oh. because of the constant <laughs> serving awesome. of chips. Well, my friend's sister. If I stay, if I went to see him on a Friday evening, if I were doing a sleepover or something, mm-hmm. uh, she would bring back like chips and stuff at the end of her shift. So at like ten o'clock, okay, we'd get free free fish and chips. That was really good. It does sound really good. It was nice. Um, so, so Sorry, no, no, moved no. On, she, moved she, she she's to reminiscing there though. over chips. The yeah, yes. Can I say about Lloyd? I had a look at his uh, Instagram because it is interesting. Looking on. at these old pictures of pubs and things. And uh, he put one up, which is um, the uh, the Red Lion in Dead Man's Cross. And it said, It's now an Indian restaurant. Anyone remember it? Tell us your tales. And then, uh, so somebody replied, uh, her name was Gemma, said, uh, I worked there as the chef for a summer holiday from uni in about 1996. It was dead then. Don't think the kitchen had been cleaned for a couple of years. Luckily, I only got about two customers a shift, so no one died while I deep cleaned it. Wow. <laughs> Lovely bit of insight. into what was going on in an old yeah, pub? Yeah, it's not the romantic yeah. tale. It's not quiet, yeah. But that's good. Yeah, I, I, I do. I still use old pub names sometimes yeah. with things. If a pub's changed its name, I've got them in Norwich. Oh, uh, yes. I'll say to friends, I'll meet you at the Lily Tree, which is now, I think, the Pear Tree Inn and stuff oh. like this and things like that. Um, but I do when I see a pub that's go past where a pub once was, I, I'm a little bit sad. Mm. The Mitre pub is now a Mitre coffee shop in Norwich. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. Uh. I didn't know that. Yeah. They kept the name but got rid of the booze. I think so. It's quite big. I've not been in. It's huge, isn't it? The it's Mitre? quite big. It used to be where all the sports teams went. Yeah. So maybe we need to investigate that. Mm. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you, Lloyd, for emailing yeah. that in. And yeah. Dead, I've dead got Pubs any of Bedfordshire. Dead Pub Stories. Let us know, Robbie at moonunderpod.com. Also, if you got any interesting, more interesting um, pub-related Instagram things that we can have a check out? Because I do like, yes. like looking at these. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, and we, we sort of get followed by some, don't we, which is really nice and interesting to see. Yeah. But yeah, send us in if you are sort of pub-related Insta. I'd say more about that. Okay. Wonderful. A lot of homework for people today. Mm. Very demanding. Well, look, the Christmas holidays are coming up. You've got to spare time and we're going to work you hard. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay, fabulous. Uh, Dan, would you please uh, lightly remove the um, Pub notice Board and put it in its Ziploc bag?
1: Okay.